Welcome to the More For Me podcast by yours truly, Kat Nicole. What up, homie? What's going on, guys? Welcome back. And if this is your first time here, welcome. It's a uh, privilege and an honor for you to join me here in the studio, whether you are listening on your favorite podcast platform or watching on YouTube. I appreciate having you here. Do me a solid. Before you uh, go any further, why don't you pause, take a moment, subscribe, turn on your notifications, like, share, rate, review, help people by sharing your thoughts, your comments, and, and I want to hear it too, but help me know uh, what I can do different, how I can improve, if there's something you want to hear about specifically, but also let other people know that More For Me by Kat Nicole is out there and that it's worth listening to. Now, today we're on another journey, More For Me journeys, and um, I'm joined in the studio by Kent Justin Brown. It was uh, an awesome time to actually have someone in the studio, and uh, we had a good time. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode, and uh, I'll talk to you in a few ticks. All right. Hey, yo, 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 yo. What up, homies? How's it going? Surprise! I'm not by myself. We're all COVID-free here. Loving it, living it. Guess what? Joined in the studio today with... um, I was, I was, I was properly informed. Um, pardon me. <clears throat> Big KJB in the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here. <laughs> y'all thought y'all could get rid of me. I'm on all y'all channels. <laughs> Guys, my friend, this is like my little brother, not little brother, younger brother. We're, we're both too old for that. It's like my younger brother here. So it is an honor and a privilege to be here in the studio with the Big KJB. This is Kent Justin Brown. I will always lovely. Uh, lovely? What? I always love to call him Kent Justin, even though he wants people just to refer to him as Justin. Um, it's just what I do. <laughs> as a big sister, as a little sister, you can ask my blood brothers. It's just what I do. I, um, I'm i excited. I'm it's, glad to be here. It's, it's like, a pleasure. It's like nice to have somebody like literally in the studio. Like I've been doing these air quotes like in the studio. No, like here. it, Like, no, you're here. Guess who's it? I'm going, going back, back. To Cali, Cali, yeah. This is all not the actual no, events that happen. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. I normally just roll with the words. I you went deep for me. I'm like, whoa, we going there? I didn't. I can't swear. We can't deep dive. So <laughs> let's stay shallow. We are literally just doing lyrics. So today, I wanted to have you on. Um, like uh, KJB and I, the big KJB. It'll just be KJB. Um, so we go back. We go way back. Let's see. We got, what, six, seven years under the belt? I want to say six, yeah. Want to say six? I I, I inflate those Texas numbers, <laughs> like, for everybody. Literally, I just add an extra year. Maybe there was one difficult year, and I was like, I'm going to count that one twice. But, like, so six years under the belt, and I would say that um, we've had a, a, a lovely progression to this point of what I deem as like a siblingship, my, my, my younger brother here. If we go back to the six years, it's, <laughs> it's, it's been a journey. And more for me, more, yes, for, more you. for you. We were journeying towards a destination of more <laughs> that God had for us, for sure. Um, but yeah, so it's been, it's, been a, it's been a nice journey. But in the beginning, it was um, like... We, I mean, just like most people, like, oh, I don't really know this person. Oh, Justin. Okay, you meet Justin. You keep on moving. But we had a, we've had a chance to work together, um, really, like, do life together. Really uh, do, yeah. Families get to know each other and stuff. And, like, I would say from the um, onset, 
once I really start to get to know more about you, like, and not just like, I see this guy, but to know you, I've always had a respect for you and, um, like your work ethic, how you present yourself. And even though I don't always agree with what you're saying <laughs> out of your mouth, like you, you, uh, know who you are. And even as that evolves, you, you embrace that and you're, you're confident in it. Um, and that you, you, you have certain values and, and, uh, morals and you're like, Hey, I'm not letting go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not letting go but of I this. Do, I love the fact that our relationship can handle that. A lot of yeah. relationships can't handle that type of back and forth or that brutal honesty and <laughs> brutal. honesty and, and sarcasm is one of our strong points. <laughs> So for us to be able to be in the same room and be knee to knee, that's a six year journey of like highs and lows. And there were definitely highs and lows. The EQ on the highs and lows. Um, I was going to spit some bars for you there. You're not ready See, though. I was, you need a couple more years before I spit bars for you. Just a, just a, just a few more years there. But um, not just, I think that, and you could say like in general, but I think also um, as a, parent it's in that sphere of parenting that I appreciated that more about you than anything else and I think it's probably because in the more that God had for me parenting was like my first gut punch of like you ain't all you you oh, ain't all that, you ain't all that you think you are <laughs> homie <laughs> go ahead and sit down and take some of these hard lessons and so to see you um operate in that sphere um, and do it with such confidence and, and the fact that you're younger than me too, I'm like mad <laughs> like that's respect with a K, no T that's mad respect <laughs> on that one. Um, and so that's something that I've really always, always, uh, appreciated about you. I don't know if you carry it that way in your, in your head and in your heart, like I kind of got this and I'm rolling with it or, or what, what is it? What is it really like for you? There's different moments. So, I mean, right now within this moment for me, it's, it's a, I do kind of carry it as a, as a badge of honor. So I, I have a 12 year old daughter. Um, so the beginning stages of me having my child at 17, no, this was, <laughs> I have no clue what I'm doing, but watching that, that daily progression and constantly learning how to evolve and pick skill sets from other people, from my parents and from my peers, it's kind of like now, I'm, I'm almost a veteran. Just like you said, like I, I walk around with other parents who are 10, 15, 20 years older than me and my child is older. So I've gone through a lot of experiences that they're either embarking on or still trying to test out the waters. And like, I can help you if you're willing to receive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also I respect you as being an elder statesperson. Like I respect you and your other life choices. Like you can help me as well. So sure. there's a lot of things that, especially we pull from each other. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I, you, I'm humble enough to be able to understand I might have a certain level of leverage, but I've got to be able to learn as well. That's good. That's good. That's so good. We're going to take this quick commercial break and uh, hear from our sponsors, Team Thompson. And we're out. All right. And we're back from our commercial break. Um, you guys are, if you want to know the secret about my commercial breaks, since you didn't hear a commercial, um, you go back and listen to some other episodes and you'll figure that out. But as for today, <laughs> we're going to continue in this, uh, this great opportunity to speak to the big KJB. Um, you see, I dropped my voice there. I think I'm, I think that might be my like thing. You like that? I might need to keep that as a drop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, will you pay me for that? Nothing. That was free. Okay. okay that was cool. the first one's free. <laughs> that, on the house. That was, <laughs> you call me your brother. <laughs> it is what it is, right? All right. So um now we were we were we left off 
<laughs> before our commercial break, I'm um, talking about just your 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 position and your view on um, being a parent and your and your being able to walk in confidence in that. And yes, our relationship there is some of the given a lot of the give and take in terms of of, of parenting, working, navigating life and journeying because we are. Um, some years ahead of you. I was like, let me not do the math because I don't even remember either of our ages right now. So no pressure. Um, <laughs> but since we are older than you, that we do have some other experience and so on. And it's a blessing to be able to kind of for uh, Team Thompson, French and I both to be able to connect and have a relationship with you. Um on our own and then as a couple as well. So that that's pretty dope. But I definitely want to d uh, dive in deeper. So you said, you know, you became a, a dad at 17. Um, I'm going to assume that it wasn't planned. We don't have to go through all of the details. Lord, Lord Spares. But like, <laughs> what, what was what was that like for you when you when you found out that, hey, this is where my life is shifting. Like, what were you, matter of fact, take us back a little bit further. So you're like, hey, I'm 17. This is what I'm thinking next steps are. Okay. And then yeah, you kind well, of, how did I feel? In order for, I, I, that's really good because in order for people to really get their perspective, I know people want to put the stigma or just kind of like the, the generalization that, you know, no teenage pregnancies like they just happen type thing yeah and like reckless guy yeah you're like, like your life wasn't going anywhere like, yeah no like, like no, I not was, the case I grew up in a in a military household both my parents 24 years in the navy uh, my father's a West Indian immigrant Jamaican uh, so I grew up in a very very tight structured sheltered home I just have to say it's a, everything in me not to sing <laughs> right there <laughs> who immaturity almost won over but We're go ahead this, I'm sorry. yes. Um, so within that, um, I grew up with a lot of rules and I followed a lot of rules. Um, my parents, when I talked to them about it now, like their, their level of rationale was kind of like, we just keep you within these kind of boundaries. And then once you get to a certain age, you'll understand. It's always that, that revelation later on. Yeah. But me being a younger adolescent and a male, I went through my rebellious period. So even my levels of rebellion still kind of felt within, felt with, fell, sorry, within the different um, when it came down to like alcohol, it was like, all right, I might go places where there is alcohol, but I'm not drinking. Uh, drugs, smoking, I'm asthmatic. Like I'll be around it, uh, but, even though I'm not supposed to, but I'm not going to. But women kind of opened up that whole nother it was area. It was like, all right, I can open this gate. <laughs> it might not close all the way back. Um, but even still, like stayed on my academics. Um, uh, I, was, I was a senior in high school well, when I had my daughter. Um, but I was on track to, to go to college at Ops or Tunis to go essentially wherever I wanted to. Morehouse was one of the top of my list. Check that uh, out. As well as uh, U of H. Those are kind of like my, my two options off top. And actually, sorry, even Hawaii Pacific. So I had different dreams. But like my parents were like, you can go wherever. Like you have the grades, you can do so. So really having that background understanding, like I was in line. Yeah. Everything that you would want your, your child to do, I was doing. But I had a lack. So one of my lacks was emotional support okay. so adding rebellion to emotional support missing emotional support created an avenue for me to explore mm -hmm. and that's where the dynamic shifted so hey i explored women lust um and came out with a child like but the, came the out right with the recipe. Prize. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still because i i say all this said because i had that structure even me having a child and going through you know that life transition Day one is still back to the structure. Like I'm still, I still, I'm still going to college. Like I know this creates opportunities for my life and for my daughter and for my family. Um, I'm working. I'm a hard worker. I had two jobs before Alexia, 
three jobs after. Like, mm. I'm not going to drop the ball in this aspect. I'm, I'm a respectable person. I was raised with these morals. So the way I, I dress up, the way I present myself, the way I, I go about, uh, you know, creating opportunities for myself, being a self-starter, all of that was in, imparted in me and it didn't go away. So moving forward, even after having a, a child at a young age, a baby having a baby, I was still a baby that was raised right. Mm, so it made it, it made it a lot easier to navigate through those early trials. There's still trials, still trying to figure it out. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not exaggerating. A, a like, baby, reality. There's, there's no easy yeah, yeah. childbirth to adolescence pathway. So well, I think I was 30 or 31. Um, I looked at French for support, but because he is actually not focused during this episode, he's like, I can't see how old you are because my phone is Instagramming. French was like, I was there. <laughs> he's like, I was there. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> he put his phone down, y'all. He still ain't gave me no answer though, because he don't know the question. But um man <laughs> cracking jokes on French. I'd have lost my focus. No, so you, you, were, focus. you were 30, um, and I'm pretty sure you were. Yeah, so 30. I was like 30, 31. So when you were like the pressures and stuff, like, man, it was it was it was real rough. It hits 30, you. 31, married for six years. We had been married for six years. So there was it was a lot of foundation, and I was rocked. Yes. Rock to my core. <laughs> like parenthood wasn't no joke. So yeah, I can only imagine at 17, French mad. I hit that microphone. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> you mad, bro? Hey, but this is what yeah. happens. <laughs> this is what happens when you get K Big KJB. BKJB in the studio. It goes like this. So at 17, um, you were on you were on on the right path, you were doing things, you were experiencing life. Um, we all take tangents from whether or not it's what we thought we, we would be doing or what our parents um carved out for us. Definitely. It depending upon what it is, it impacts you in a different way. So um out the gate, like I legit like what was your response like when you found out? Like I want to go down to that like micro moment. Like at that point in my way, life was like I don't know. Can you say, I don't want you to say anything that would have your child look back upon this. No, 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 like, no, no. What? Also, disclaimer, uh, I have my own podcast, Shameless Plug, Stay Dedicated. So I talk about this in a lot more detail on a more constant okay, basis okay, just okay, about fatherhood and everything. And I mean, I've come to the point, you got to accept your reality for what it is. Like, um, But there's two different stages in my life. So almost kind of pre-Alexia, then post-Alexia. Pre-Alexia still, I still had a lot of structure, but I was very much so an emotional child. Really just trying to figure things out on an emotional level. After Alexia, Alexia logic kicked in. Like, mm. I got to do what makes sense. So that being said, emotionally, yes, I was confused. Like, woe is me. Like, yeah, how did yeah, yeah. I do this? But immediately after, after I told my parents and kind of went through that whole... You told them right away? Uh, I think two weeks later. That's pretty much right away. Yeah. Such big news. Yeah. Uh, I needed the two weeks in order to prepare my, uh, <laughs> prepare my body. <laughs> To prepare my life yeah, for what so was going to happen. Life. Anything could have happened at that moment. Um, but after that, after kind of going through it with, with my parents, and my parents are like, still, the grind continues. Like, your world doesn't end because, you know, you chose to make this decision. That really started to frame my logic mindset. Like, every action caused a reaction. So now when I think back at it, it's kind of like, yeah, I was emotional in that initial moment. But now if I have this conversation with people, which I do often, um, every action cause, you know exactly what you were doing yeah. to get this result. So you can't look flabbergasted or, you know, <laughs> be taken aback by too long for, for something that you created. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really more about intentionality 
And if as long as you have that understanding, that's kind of help push you in better decision making. If you know what your future looks like based off your actions doing now, you're doing now, you'll make better decisions. So, So what changed about your future in terms of like pre uh, I was, you were targeting three schools and whatever specific major, um, and then post that. So, so what changed? So you still went to college, but what shifted for you aside from, so you took on another job. So you kind of already alluded to some of the things that changed. You took on another job. Um, but then what else, what else kind of changed? Even just, I've laughed at just major. So I, when we talk about the colleges, I threw out Hawaii Pacific because one of my grand dreams was I wanted to be a marine biologist. Mm. And when you have the grades and you have the strong structure of the family behind you, you can go to Hawaii and, you know, <laughs> get a degree like this. We talk about, side note, we talk about, like, our communities and, like, limited opportunities. It was like, all right, I know I got to go to college to get a high-paying job. I was in a position, I can go be a marine biologist and go chill and look at turtles. <laughs> but life changed. Yeah. So now at that moment, literally n- nothing is about me anymore. It's all about Alexia. This is my child. This is my family. So even like for my parents, like bank accounts got shifted. Like, hey, here's your college fund. Mm, This is your daughter's college fund now. Uh, And for me, it's like, all right, one job, maybe for me to survive. But now I need another one in order to make sure that my child's getting fed, my child's getting clothed, Um, me going to school. Yeah, I could want to take on a full load type thing, but I can't. I got to make time for these other obligations that are now my responsibilities. It's not an option. Mm. And that's really that that level of fortitude kind of pushed me forward. Uh, when I'm speaking to, to younger fathers or just, you know, uh, younger parents, it's that that level of obligation kind of sways a lot. It's like, all right, maybe I don't have to do this. And for me, it was I have to do all of these things in wow. order for my child to be successful, in order for me to be in a better place. Like. And I don't, I don't want to uh, um, dwell on this longer than necessary, but I think it's definitely worth worth sitting here for a moment. Like that is exceptional and abnormal. Yes. Right. So, like, is that solely your your upbringing, or do you think some of your natural wiring and kind of grace of God? Like, what what are you truly calling it to say for you to switch? I mean, there are literally, and, and no offense, but. <laughs> Like guys in general, like the maturity and things like that, they come later. They tend to delay certain things in yes. life and responsibility and so on. And so for you to hit this moment, um, you're not the first father at 17. Some are younger, um, some are older and still just, you know, <laughs> or whatever to that. But like that's something like literally just switched and boom, you're in it and you are making like solid decisions. Like what do you what do you think it was that that created um, that force? that you began to move with? It's, it's actually, I believe, it's, it's a, a nice mixture of ingredients. So, like, it all comes together. So, yes, there's a structure for my parents. I, I wouldn't be who I am without that. Um, the inevitability of the choices I made type thing. Like, granted, I made it at 17, but that choice could have happened at 21 and I still not being prepared for it. Yeah. But also, just like you said, my faith and, like, in God really was, like, the true... Uh, was the egg that brings it all together. Yes, yeah. yes. It's going to make this, this, this I recipe hold together. There we go. Enzyme. Oh, you're the yeah, I'm trying to get it, trying to get it in there <laughs> to, to kind of just get things uh, moving. Um, I got baptized at 16, like literally after I told my parents, it was like another two weeks and kind of like I really had to sit in it to understand like this is the gravity of what's happening in my life. And I came to the decision, I can't do this by myself. There's something bigger 
that's that's made for me to to rely on and for me to draw from. And that's what ultimately changed like my progression and my trajectory. Like now people who know me now know I'm more of an optimist. Like I see things in a, in a bigger realm. I know things are happening for a specific reason. Uh, and that's kind of what triggered that to be in the midst of one of the lowest parts of my life type thing. It's like, all right, but this is bigger than me. There's something, somebody else is pushing, putting all these things together for me to have a better, uh, a better outlook and a better progress. And also he's always going to get the glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that put all that together. Um, that really kind of helped me push through a lot of the, the tough times. But I mean, without God, no, no, I wouldn't be able to even speak about this because a lot of people fall. And there's a, plenty of opportunities for me to fall, but I'm here. Hey, <laughs> come on, somebody. Um, so, like, as you were saying that, like, literally, I'm, like, hearing in my mind, like, what really was supposed to be a setback. Yes. Like, literally. You're like, don't go to school. Like, don't do this. Like, the normal way of handling this and one of the options, one of the many options of how to deal with the situation. Like, this was a setback. Yeah. Almost it the was, primary it was, option is... Yeah. All right. Setback, it's an excuse. But, like, for you, it became a setup, right? A setup for much, much, much greater things. And I want to kind of use that to transition to this... Um, and you mentioned, um, no shameless plugs here. We, we, we're on this journey, <laughs> and that's a part of your journey. But you have um, um, a podcast, stay dead. A podcast and a movement, right? Yes. It's not just a podcast, right? It's a podcast and it's a movement, but it's really, it's called Stay Dedicated. Stay Dedicated. Dedicated. Get it? <laughs> um, we'll definitely uh, hook some hook you guys up in the show notes with um, specific links and stuff and how you can find out more about it. But I believe that's a part of the, the journey and the, the set up. So give us a, give the homie ship a little bit more about Stay Dedicated and how your uh, seemingly set, your seeming setback that still didn't come out right. <laughs> Rewind it, listen to it three times, and then you figure out what I was trying to say. Uh, but to look at what could have been um, or what people say should have been a setback for you that it was setting you up for, give us a little bit more of that, what what you've been able to accomplish. Um, and I know you've alluded to some of it in terms of like you switched the logic and got real focused in terms of getting things done to make sure that Alexia's needs were taken care of. But even present day and what you see in the future, how is this still kind of propelling you towards the more that God has for you? Definitely. So, I mean, even with, with Stay Dedicated, it coming into fruition. So along my fatherhood journey, I was, you know, living it you know, and walking the walk. But uh, personally, me talking about things or me like putting things out there, per se, was not necessarily my forte. Uh, even throughout college, like I was known as the the leader because I joined a lot of organizations and I was a leader, but I was like leader with the child type thing. Yeah. Not too many people can could juggle both. So Lexi would be with me in some meetings or events. Not always the best decisions, <laughs> but I mean, she was there. It's not like it's not like something that um, I hid from her. She's always been a part of that. And she's always been a part of me. Um, but even with that, I never really t- like to talk about my story. And I mean, part of having a story and having a testimony is to, to be share. able to, to share it. That's how people get the most, you know, information and growth from things. So Stay Dedicated came about because as I was kind of going through my college times, uh, I had a friend who became a father as well. And we kept on having these conversations about like, all right, how do you do this? Or like, I'm nervous and all this type of thing. I was like, all right, bro, at this point, I'm six, seven years in, like, this is a breeze, like, chill out. We'll be, we'll be <laughs> fine. And just having those wild conversations with, with him, he was like, People need to hear this. Like, let's talk about this. And I was like, nah, nah. Like, like I, I'm still actively going through things. Parenting doesn't stop. 
So me just being a single black father, like there's a lot of different little nuances that can throw you off. So I'm like, I don't need to talk about that on the record. (laughs) (laughs) But he constantly pushed me and then we also had a conversation. I had to sit down and pray about it. Like, hey, Lord, like, is this what you want for me? Is this, is this really what I, you feel like is going to help other people? Because right now, me and you, we got this. Like, you pushing me through. <laughs> we good. We, we good. good. But it's like more for me, more for you, more for everybody. Like, yeah. there's this opportunity, especially in this day and age and the platforms that are available. Other people need to hear this. So we ultimately, after a lot of prayer, we came together, came up with the names. Like, hey, let's start this. Start it going. It's been a, a movement ever since. of just, hey, here's our stories. Uh, none of no stories look alike, but at least you have another person in this fight in this journey with you. Yeah, and that's pretty much what Stay Dedicated as as the brand, the podcast, and the lifestyle is about. Just constantly pushing, always staying. You know, it's a playoff of dedicated, but like really staying in this. At the end of the day, like it'll all work out. So how how long has uh, Stay Dedicated been? Um, on the scene. We just wrapped up our third season. Yay! So it's a little under 50 episodes, tons of hours of resources. <laughs> Don't plan on stopping anytime soon. So it's been about two and a half years of just learning, learning what a podcast is for the <laughs> basics of it, but also learning how to run a brand from, you know, from podcasting to websites, to merchandising, to going into um, business meetings, having a business card and like, hey, this is what I do. So it's uh, it's been a, a wonderful journey, and we're still pushing forward. So what what would you say has been the uh, what's one of your favorite moments or highlights of um, being engaged and involved and stay dedicated? And I know you 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 live stay dedicated, right? So you probably give me one of those. So I'll take either, whether it's like <laughs> business specific and or hey, like as a lifestyle, this is one of the highlights or the type of moment that that um, I would say is twofold. For one. Uh, just the the moments and the realization of like for me knowing the growth of me being an emotional child uh, I'm trying to figure it all, all out in the midst of you know, raising a child my voice was something that was very like crucial to me trying to figure mm-hmm. out trying to figure out my voice to know that I went from that to now my voice is broadcast across the world mm-hmm. it's open to everybody like that is a very humbling moment but it also makes me super super proud mm-hmm. then on the other side would be my daughter so my daughter's of age now to where it's like, it's not a secret per se. Like I'm going into the room to go talk to somebody. No, I'm recording a podcast that's on the internet. She has access to that. So knowing that um, she has an understanding that what I'm doing and how it's helping. And also that I'm not afraid of anything within our story. That's good. Like our story is, I don't want to say like an American story, but like it's, it's important. What we do and what we do um, and the things that we do well are important or the things that we, we run short on. Some of the episodes I talk about, one of our biggest shortcomings, and my daughter is creative and I'm more analytical. And that's something that we go through every single day. But it's like, other, we're doing this to help other people as well. Yeah. So as, as we, we get small wins, other people are getting small wins as well. That's good. Um, and I, what, I, what I love is like the overlap even across podcast platforms, but it's really um, uh, our experiences because same thing for more for me, right? I share my experience and hope to expose people to um, one that you're not alone, right? Because that could be the worst feeling like, man, I'm the only one dealing with this. I'm the only one going through this. And it's like, whether or not it's the same struggle or a struggle, the fact that we always, or we all have struggles and they're always going to be there. That's Definitely. real. Yeah. Um, but being being realistic about about your situation, what you're facing, uh, what you're being faced with, not that, um, 
Not that it was ideal, not that it was the greatest, but that in everything, literally, there's an opportunity to get better, to do better and just be better. And through that, you you have to seize that opportunity. You can't just let it roll by um, because you, you want to dwell on is not what you wanted yes. or is that what you have chosen, what you would have chosen for yourself. Because sometimes things happen to us and sometimes we cause things to happen, like you said. Um, and so I, I think that's a that's a that's a really a powerful, powerful thing. Um I'm sure that you get uh, feedback from people in terms of them like engaging um, with your story, with you and with this idea. What's like, the most moving thing that was like, man, that's energy for me to go continue on. You will always live, stay dedicated. But the, it was so encouraging. Like, this is why I have to keep doing stay, stay dedicated, the podcast, the business and ensuring that this platform is available. What's one of those like more moving moments that you've had? Uh, I would say some of the the more moving. Of course, I mean, the level of feedback is like is still overwhelming at times. Like mm. I'm just telling my story <laughs> and people like like I feel for that. So I think one of the pivotal moments, our first season with Stay Dedicated, we decided to just go ahead and tackle the real topics like. For one of them's like for one just single parent households or you know co-parenting versus you know making decision to not co-parent or ultimately even just marriage for some situation. So that first season was like hitting those heavy topics like child support and really getting into like the details of it. and then hearing other men like you know you kind of debunk some of my fears with it or you made it more real. Like I don't necessarily want to be in the situation. How can I avoid this and having those true dialogues? And these are people I've been around for years. Yeah. And it's like, no one, they, they knew about my life, but choosing to tap into it now, like willingly, it's like, all right, this is, that's different. You know, yeah. someone you know, clicked on your face and said, hey, I want to learn more. And to have, to know that we're having this conversation, so that means other people are having this conversation as well. So just knowing the level of impact of just telling your story and what it can bring. That's good. That's good. That's powerful on so many levels, right? <laughs> um, you have it. You have it for you. You said this at the beginning in terms of your testimony and the power of it, and um, that's how we overcome by sharing, and that's also how we help other people. Um, it's a bit of the equipping and doing life together, and that you're not in this alone. Um, but then you also have uh, uh, the the other side of it and the impact in the in the world and and and, and like that influence. And you don't have to be um, you don't have to be a believer to see that. But that there's the, there's tangible evidence on yes. both sides of the coin, no matter your faith, because the coin happens to be one sided. Right? <laughs> it's not really a duality there. Um, it's just about you know you could be a believer or not. But the impact of sharing your story and your testimony um, is 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 just as great. Um, no matter, no matter how you do it or how you look at it. So that's pretty awesome there. I, I appreciate you, even though you're already out there and kind of sharing transparently, but <laughs> bringing it to the, to the more for me homieship and, uh, and sharing with us and letting us indulge and, and, and be encouraged by your, um, by your journey. Um, but I know this isn't, this isn't the end. So, so let us know, what do you, what's the more that you're headed towards now, right? What, what do you get on that? Okay. So as far as more within kind of like the brand per se, um, we want to expand out the stories. Like one of the biggest challenges we foresee is like, all right, we've kind of cut out this lane for myself as being a single, single father. Like that's my trajectory for a while because me and my child's mother aren't going yeah. to be able to co-parent. But also my co-host has kind of showed a little bit of growth of being a single father to also now be married. He's married now. So showing a different level of growth within those two lanes. But now there's so many other different options. Like there's the single father who 
doesn't want to be a father, doesn't know how to be a father. How do we get their stories on there? So really trying to create this, this true network of like, here's, you have a different option. I know people like to try to find out, like, that's not my story or that's not for me. Like, no, here's another story. Here's another example. So to, can it increase that level of engagement across everybody? Also, just bigger perspective type thing. We, we do get a lot of feedback from, from single mothers who are trying to, trying to engage their, you know, the their partners into their children's lives. So trying to find different avenues, whether it's you know, on the podcast or putting together you know, workshops or events uh, or speaker series type things just to get, find different ways to try to engage that, that family dynamic. Not, might not be the most you no know, ideal one that we all have in our heads, but at some at at any cost, we're all still a family. So we're yeah, trying to yeah. make sure that we bridge it together as best as we can. So expanding out, stay dedicated to the lifestyle. To say, you no, know, even as you know, a woman or a man, all of us can technically stay dedicated in some form or fashion. That's that's really good. That's really good. That sounds like it's going to be amazing. <laughs> and I thank God that we're connected so that I'll be able to see this happen out. And as I, I listen to the uh, the podcast weekly, it drops on Sundays, y'all. Sundays um, <laughs> but I, I, I listen. And so I, I am excited about that journey and exactly uh, exactly where it will go. Like, that's that's major. I, I didn't even I didn't even know all that. So I'm learning these niggas today. I'm like, that's gonna that's gonna be super super cool. I think KJB is here. BKJB. Oh, but what I, what I what I really love is being able to give amplify voices of other stories and the idea embracing the idea that be that when you look at a lifestyle of being dedicated, so staying dedicated, that some people can't stay dedicated. They have to get. Yes. They have to be dedicated. They have to get dedicated, right? You have to get there first. And for some people, it's not a choice. Um, there are certain things in life that kind of force your hand in it, whether it's pain, child support, so like your hand is kind of forced there. So you're like, it seems like dedicated, but it's unwilling. Um, and it might be, you know, a fight for that, but that this continued exposure, hopefully you guys will be able to um, help broaden people's perspectives as well as embracing. I mean, you may not, People may not want to hear, but the reality is that every there's no carbon copy, right? Yes. Everybody doesn't want to be KJB, so embracing fatherhood. Well, there's only one. Right? So <laughs> you, you have to embrace it from where you are. That's one of our biggest things, right? You have to be honest with yourself and the reality of where you are. And for some people, they are they won't be dedicated, not in the sense of the lifestyle that, um, that you guys have presented um, for people to embrace, um, but, but hoping that there is growth. Yeah. There's growth in parenting as a whole, um, that that would be a a really amazing thing. So um, I am being told by our lovely producer that um, we're going to be wrapping up here. But hey, this is my brother. So we can always have the big KJB back in in the building. This was was really good. This was really good to to be able to share your heart, your uh, journey with people and know that that there is always more, no matter uh, what we're facing. And that uh, this is one level of your more. Um, (laughs) I know you're doing big things across the board, but I'm excited to see what comes. So stay dedicated. Um, Go ahead and drop the info for how people can contact you, um, your social, your website, and all that good jazz. I got you. So www.staydedicated.com is the website. You can find everything there. You can follow us on social at Stay Dedicated. That's on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, We have merch on the site. We're dropping new episodes for season four, that'll be coming soon. But still, we have 
50 episodes of, of material for you to catch up on. Uh, send us any level of feedback. You can email us at staydedicated at gmail. Uh, for my own personal, if you wanted to stay up with me and Alexia, I'm at Just a Fiasco. That's at J-U-S-T underscore A underscore P-H-I-A-S-C-O. That was a lot. So you know we're going to drop it in the show notes for yeah, you guys. So you make sure you can, you can <laughs> press the links and get to where you need to be. Uh, as always, KJB, thank you so much for your time. You know, I appreciate you pouring into me. Um, so until next time, stay, stay dedicated. dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back. Back this way. Did you guys enjoy that? I, like I said, I had a really good time recording uh, with Big KJB in the studio. Um, we we enjoy uh, enjoy each other in general. He is like a, a younger brother for me and um, hope that you enjoy his journey. I learned some new things today and was soaking it all in and I'm super excited about what God is doing in and through him. Um, and like I said, I'll drop everything in the show notes so you guys have an opportunity to to follow what he's doing. Uh, join in on the, excuse me, join in on the Stay Dedicated movement. And uh, look forward to seeing what he's going to do and how the, the the platform is going to continue to grow as he shared with us. So I hope you got a lot out of the episode today, so much so that you want to share it with someone else so that they can be encouraged as well. Um, so do just that. In the meantime, in the between time, though, I want you to remember that God has more for me. God has more for you. Now let's get it. Take care.